Welcome to Friday Friends, RI Elder Info's weekly look at the organizations and individuals providing resources for Rhode Island seniors, caregivers, and professionals. Good morning, everyone. Happy Friday. It is that season of giving. I love the holiday time. It just gives me such a sense of warmth and generosity. And we have an amazing guest that has a really, um, really cool program that I am super excited to share with you, particularly at this time of year. But the program does run all year. So as you all know, I am Deb Burton, the executive director of RI Elder Info and creator of rielderinfo.com, which is a nonprofit dedicated to bringing you and the people you care about the information you need to know about. So hit the like button, the share button, so that as many people can reach this Friday, friends, as possible. Every week we bring you some really great stuff. Now, we are a 501c3 nonprofit, so we would not be able to do this without the generous support of our sponsors. So a huge thank you to Point32 Health, United Healthcare, Oak Street Health, Neighborhood Healthcare, England Studio, 321 Media, and all of my individual generous donors. This would not be possible without your support. So thank you for helping us help others. So without further ado, I would like to welcome Jane Donnelly from Twilight Wish Foundation. Welcome, Jane. Hi, happy Friday, Deb. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you so much for coming. Please, it's it's been so nice to have met you. Can you please share with our guests what is it that you are doing and what the Twilight Wish Foundation is? Sure. So everybody's heard of the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Well, Twilight Wish is for the 65 and older low-income community, uh, whether they're living on their own or in a community um, facility. And um, basically, our mission is to honor and enrich the lives of deserving seniors through intergenerational wish-granting celebrations. Wonderful. What kind of wishes do our individuals who are over 65 and on the lower income side have? What kind of things do they ask for for their wishes? So we offer simple wishes, anything from uh, reclining lift chairs, beds, dressers, you name it. Um, and then outside of the box type of wishes, we had a 104-year-old woman in Connecticut whose bucket list item was to pet a penguin. So working with Mystic, they made it happen and brought a penguin in on a freezer truck and brought it to the facility. And not only was she able to you know, achieve her bucket list item, but if all the residents enjoyed that. So as you can imagine, it's it's whatever people can think of for their loved ones, friends that are in that community and or for themselves. Um, you can request a wish for yourself if you meet that criteria of low income is 200% above poverty level and over 65. So, and also we try to, you know, grant wishes to people that showed a life of giving and volunteership and such. That's awesome. So it's kind of giving back to those who have given. Absolutely. I, I have to say, I 
never would have thought it would be possible even to pet a penguin. So kudos <laughs> to you for that creative thinking. Yeah, that was that was crazy. So that was my sister chapter in Connecticut that started it, which she's the reason I got involved in Twilight Wish. Um, Twilight Wish has been around for 20 years, started in uh, Pennsylvania and had about 20 chapters across the country, but not anything in New England. And when my girlfriend heard about this amazing program, she was bit by the bug and researched how to start her own chapter. And so mm -hmm. someone heard somebody's doing wishes in New England. So a person from Rhode Island, a rec director at one of the centers in East Providence had put in a request for uh, a Engelbert Humperdinck, Frank Sinatra impersonator to come sing to a resident celebrating her 93rd birthday. So she called me up and say, hey, could you help me? I know you recently moved to Rhode Island and um, I really could use some help because it started taking off in Connecticut. And I was just bit by the bug researching this. Not only did we get an impersonator to come in and sing for the residents and celebrate you know, this woman's 93rd birthday, we were able to get Engelbert Humperdinck himself to send in a cameo video personalized to this woman, Anna. And he ended up singing to her happy birthday of course was the song of choice and there wasn't a dry house in the dining center it was just a beautiful thing and that's when i started researching how can i bring this to rhode island um you know i wanted to jump in with both feet so this all happened this year for me i just started in july that's amazing and so the twilight wish foundation you said that's in other places across the country so it's been around for a long time yep. and is there a website so maybe somebody watching is in another state and knows somebody who has a wish where could someone go to learn more about the organization as a whole yes of course it's twilightwish.org um, is our webs our national website and on there, you can look at all the different chapters across the country. Currently, there's 25 chapters now. We just are opening up one in Massachusetts, which is exciting. So it's taking off. Um, but again, it's been around for 20 years. Our founder, um, Cass Forkin, was just um, chosen from L'Oreal Paris as a woman of worth honoree. So that was just wonderful, spreading the news at a national level of what's happening with our organization. Wow, that is amazing, like growing so so quickly in 25 states. We need 25 more states yeah. <laughs> to join. That's gonna be really important. So if somebody's watching and their state doesn't have one, they can certainly reach out, I'm sure, to start a chapter. Absolutely. And so how do people submit their wishes or the wishes of someone that they know? So the process is you go to the twilightwish.org website and on the website you can uh, request a wish and it's an online form or if you want to download the form and print it out for a hard copy you can do that as well. And it's a pretty simple process where you know you just put in the information and it does ask for some financial information if a person's not living in um, an assisted living or nursing home community. Um, but if they're in a facility you know, I don't think that's necessary. And I'm happy to help people fill out the application um, and, and just start spreading the word and requesting wishes across Rhode Island. So it's pretty simple. Wow. And the application process, are you collecting dates of birth, social security numbers, income verifications, or is it just kind of self-attestation? 
Honestly. Um, for those living on their own, yes, to answer your question. But okay. those living in a facility, it's not as much because yeah. the facility itself is kind of vouching you know, for the yeah. individuals as well. Awesome. Um, and then what happens once the application has been submitted, we have a wish committee at the national level that reviews the wishes every month and tries to make you know, what we can happen. And if we don't have the money at that time, you know, National helps fundraise and advertise on the website, open wishes. Um, so it's it's an exciting, exciting foundation to be a part of. So if somebody has a wish and maybe there's not funding right now, they can still submit the application Absolutely. and it gets posted so that a generous donor anywhere can say, oh, wait a minute, I can make that happen. And they exactly. can go right on the website and say, hey, I'll help. Yeah. And in fact, that has happened multiple times on a national level is people will go to the open wishes section on our website and they'll just cut a check for everything that's open right then and there, which is just wonderful and amazing. Wow. Now, other than the income requirements, is Twilight Wish, is it required that someone be at end of life or is this not like an end of life hospice kind of situation this is just open to anybody exactly as as long as they meet that criteria i previously mentioned and some of the other types of wishes that we've done besides the simple needs wishes are living life to the fullest wishes um celebrating a life so we've had people go back to their high school reunions you know recently we had someone go to kansas from Connecticut to celebrate their 60th high school reunion and um, spend a few days there and visit their parents' grave one last time. Um, so the wishes are as creative and, as I mentioned, outside of the box as a person can think of for, you know, really recognizing and celebrating, you know, a senior and what they've done in their life. And that is awesome. Can people apply to have um, more than one wish granted. So like one this year, one next year, et cetera, or is it once in a lifetime kind of thing? That's a great question. I don't really know the answer of that. Um, my knowledge, I, I do know, for example, that Engelbert Humperdinck wish was at a resident community. And then when I became officially the chapter director, I went back to that facility and granted another wish to bring a petting zoo in. So that was an example of a group wish because, you know, a lot of these facilities, they have a very limited budget for their recreation directors to provide entertainment for the members. So, so people can even go online and submit wishes for a facility, a collective facility. Absolutely, right. They can request a group wish. And that would be, you know, even low income housing. We've done some wishes where, you know, we've sent a group of people that are living on their own, um, but they've gone to, you know, a baseball game, a double A game in Hartford or hockey games. And in Pennsylvania, we're huge because that's where we were headquartered. So they've gone to the Phillies games and stuff. So, wow. Wow. And so for you joining or, or creating the Rhode Island chapter, that was a personal mission of yours after helping your friend who does the Connecticut one. Yeah, absolutely. It just, like I said, when you were in that, you know, facility and seeing not a dry eye as Engelbert is, you know, talking on a computer to this woman, it was a taped video. And yet, you know, she thought he was speaking live to her right then and there. And it was just like, how can I not be part of this wonderful organization? And, you know, I lost both my parents, like, 
during the COVID craziness and a year before. And my mom had been in an assisted living. And so it was firsthand experience of the joy she was getting when, you know, outside, you know, entertainment would come in. And so after losing her, it was like, oh, I still want to be part of this whole thing. And I used to volunteer with my daughter was young with National Charity League. And we used to always love you know, volunteering for Meals on Wheels or for the nursing homes to go in and do crafts with them and stuff. So it's always been a passion. So this has just been a great opportunity for me. And all those organizations still need volunteers as well. Now, do you need volunteers for your organization? Yep, absolutely. So, you know, right now, as I mentioned, because I'm so new, I'm trying to do it in a fairly orderly fashion and not put the cart before the horse. Because if I start getting all these volunteers, but I don't have wishes to request. <laughs> so it's kind of like hand in hand. I'm going to be partnering with South County, Rhode Island volunteers as well. I've been working with them. Um, but yeah, the volunteer application process is also on the website at twilightwish.org. And uh, they do, you know, do a criminal background check because of course, if you're going to go into these facilities. You want to make sure that everybody's vetted. That's, you know, there. Um, and, you know, we're looking for corporate sponsors and personal donations and stuff because we are, you know, a nonprofit 501c3. I always say that backwards. <laughs> so it gets easier to say over time. Did that happen to you too? Oh, that's funny. Yes. Yes. The 501c3 IRS nonprofit yeah, designation. Yeah, you're, you're a pro. You're a pro. I'll get there. I'll get there, Deb. <laughs> ah, we're five years in, so we've had some practice. So what, as a 501c3, what's going to be the most helpful for the Twilight Wish Foundation? Would most helpful to you be volunteers, cash donations, help spread the word, how can people watching help you help mm -hmm. others? Yeah, definitely the cash donations and spreading the word um, is, is first and foremost right now. Um, we are, I'm still working on a few wishes. People's had some ideas and I'm trying to help them work through it. But, you know, until they get it before our wish committee, you know, I'll still can do the research and the background to get it ready to go. Um, so, yeah. And, you know, we take in kind donations as well. Um, it, it's funny, since I've been in Rhode Island, Rhode Island's a very generous community. And on the Facebook buy nothing, sell nothing websites that they have, there's been so many people like, oh, I need a bed for, you know, my elderly parent. And, and I'm ready to jump on it and request a wish with the funds that I've raised thus far. And before I know it, three people have already offered a bed. So it's a, it's a wonderful problem to have. It absolutely is. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Jane, I am so glad with everything that I know is involved when you have a new nonprofit up and running at the holiday season, yeah. collecting donations, collecting wishes, all of those things. I'm so glad you had a free moment to come on Friday, friends, and share your program. Yeah. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity because I need to spread the word and Grant wishes across this beautiful state of Rhode Island. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. All right. Thank you so much, Deb. We'll talk soon. Absolutely. Everybody, this is just one of those nonprofits that is just warm and fuzzy to my heart, especially at this time of year in the time of giving and really thinking about others' needs. And 
Whoever thought you could pet a penguin? I never knew that was even possible. How cool is that to fulfill a 104-year-old's wish to pet a penguin? You could be part of doing that kind of cool thing. So reach out to Jane. Her number is 203-733-2751. It was going down across the bottom of the screen while we were speaking. And I strongly encourage you to reach out because it's just a cool, fun thing to do. Be a volunteer. Support the wishes of folks who are in need. So I am really glad that you were able to join me this week. I look forward to seeing you again next week. In the meantime, be well and be kind. If you like this video, please follow us on social media and subscribe on YouTube. For more information, visit rielderinfo.com or call 401-585-0509. If you have any questions, email deb at rielderinfo.com.